0: Welcome to the Wildly Energised podcast series where we discuss some of the struggles living in a fatigued state, how you can support your body in a more natural way and how you do not have to do it all on your own. I am your host, Karen Giles. Hello, today we're talking about is communication slipping in your relationship because as we all know, we all have very good intentions and we do the best that we can in our day to day lives. And a part of our day-to-day life is our relationship. So our relationship with ourselves, our partner and the other people who are important to us in our life, whether it be personal life or work life as well. However, today we are talking about communication with your partner, because as we live in a bit of a hustle life, I think in the last few years, people have realized that uh, living the hustle lifestyle isn't necessary However, some of you are still doing that and that is totally okay because a lot of people struggle. They have a bit of the push-pull when it comes up to the, um, the hustle word. So let's just accept ourselves for who we are and who we are right here and now and also for the person of whom we are working towards becoming and being as well. Now, when I say that, we're not talking about doesn't necessarily need to be massive transformations where You're a totally different person. It's just whatever transformation or growing into the person of whom you really want to be looks like. Because it will be different for every single one of you. And that's okay. So it's all about loving and accepting yourself. Now, this is for the men as well, because quite often men are quite harsh on themselves, but it's more of an internal harshness. So women, we don't tend to hear or see it. Unless you have that very, very high level of awareness and you will pick up on the most minuscule little things that they say or do and you go, aha, they're beating themselves up. But once again, unless you have that very high level of awareness, you will not pick up on that. And that's okay because at the end of the day, it's up to the fellas to communicate with you how they're feeling, what's going on, and if they need support and so on. So they need to show up just as much as what you do, no matter what gender. So getting back to the communication piece. So it's really important to know, acknowledge, when your communication is slipping in your relationship. Now, when I say acknowledge, think about when did this start happening? What was occurring in your life, in all areas of your life, when this started happening? So it could have actually been an outside contributor, let's say, as to why the communication started to slip. So say, for example, your partner might go a little withdrawn, which is very normal when stuff's going on and they don't want to talk about it. And they say they're dealing with it in their own way, but they don't realise that they're projecting on you at the same time, for example. So, you know, it could be, let's think of something. It could be there's stuff going on with them in their personal life with, say, a friend or a family member, you can see it's affecting them to the core, but they say they're dealing with it in their own way and they'll be fine. But by them sitting in silence, by them not talking to you about it, by them changing their personality, is actually affecting you because then their communication isn't at the level where it would normally be at. So can you now see how simply an outside contributor can so easily affect the quality of the communication within your relationship with your partner, for example. Now, this is relative to any area of your life where there's communication involved, whether it's friends, family, work colleagues, your team, yourself. So when you start to notice that the communication is slipping, ask yourself why, why is this going on? Is it that you or the other person are in a comfort zone? They're happy where things are at. They don't want to work on things any longer. They're happy to just settle and be exactly where they're at with you right here, right now. However, when you're in a growth mindset, that is so darn frustrating because you just want to keep moving forward, right? It's not that you're looking for things that are wrong. It's not that you're saying things are wrong. It's just that you're wanting to continue to grow. You're wanting to continue to explore. What else can we bring in? What other goodness can we bring into this relationship, into this connection right here and now? And heck, why wouldn't you be up for that? Why wouldn't you want to put your hand up and go, ah, yeah, I'll be in on that? Now, once again, it's having that high level of awareness because a lot of people don't realize that then when they're settling, they're saying no to growth. So you often hear people say, oh, wow, I don't want to stay in this job forever. I really want to go and work there. But they know to get there, they need to do A, B, and C. But they can't be bothered doing A, B, and C, but they still want to get over to that other job or that other workplace or that other relationship or whatever it might be. But they don't want to do the A, B, and C. And we're all guilty of it in different areas of our lives. No one's perfect. However, having the confidence to communicate to that person, to call them out on it, hey, what are you doing? You're saying you want this in your life and you know you need to do A, B, and C, but you're choosing not to. I don't get it. Are you afraid? Are you scared? Do you need a coach? Do you need guidance? Do you need support? What can I do to help you? All those sorts of things. So these are all of the different opportunities that people miss out on when the communication slips in a relationship because we can't achieve everything on our own we all need support we all need our advocates our cheer squads all of us no matter what your personality is no matter where you're at in your life right now we all need our support network our support team our loved ones to barrack for us whether they understand what we want or not it's not about them understanding it's just about them supporting. Because when you think about it, when you were a baby and you could not speak, you literally could not speak, you weren't at that um, milestone yet where you could actually use your words and so forth because you're too young. How many times were your needs attended to and quite efficiently, even though you couldn't speak, even though you couldn't communicate verbally what you needed? So people don't need to 100% understand what you need to support you because when you're a baby, a lot of it's trial and error, right? As an adult, it's guessing what the baby needs. It's trying one thing, then if that doesn't work, then you do another and so on and so on. It's a process of elimination. However, as adults, you don't need to go through all of that to support someone. It's just like, okay, they've asked me for their support, no problem. Let's do this for them. You can even ask them what type of support they need from you. It might be that they need to know that if they text you, you're okay with that, if they text you to vent about something. It could be that they'd like to have time with you each week to just have a fun chat or to catch up in person, but at the moment they feel like they can't do that for some reason. So, you know, all these changes. So communication is important in all areas of your life. And when it slips... All areas of your life slip. I don't know if you've ever noticed that before, but it happens tenfold. So the higher your communication, the clearer your communication and the more that the other people know in your life how important this is to you is really, really, let's say it creates a very smooth sailing or smoother sailing life for you and relationships, connections and so on. Now, another reason why communication can slip is that, say, for example, your partner, maybe their values have changed. Maybe communication really isn't that important to them. Maybe they thought it was, but they realized it isn't. Maybe they just said it was to keep you happy, so people pleases. Maybe they're just happy where the communication's at right now, even though you're not. And they're now working on something else because they feel it's done and dusted. They've got the communication with you nailed. Now, there's a few things you can do with this to get things on track to where you would ideally want them to be or just to a point where you're happy, you're content with it. For now, and then in the future, you can have another discussion with this person for it to continue to grow so that you can grow together. You will never grow at the same pace, but as long as you're growing alongside each other somewhere along the way, it will be okay. It will be so much easier for you. It's when one person's into growth and the other person's not where it really puts a lot of pressure on your relationship, and communication is one of the first areas where. It really puts, um, you know, like a real deep tarnish on the situation. So some tips for you. You can check in with each other. So when you feel like things aren't quite going to plan, when things aren't going as well as they could be, check in with each other. Say, so, hey, you know, are you cool if we catch up for a couple on such and such a day at this time? Be great. We haven't had a, a proper conversation for so long about where we're at in our relationship, where we want to go, areas we'd like to work on and so forth. So it's really important to give the other person a bit of a warning as to what the conversation will be about so that they go in not being distracted, you know, chatting with you while looking at their mobile or or whatever devices they have on them that will have alarms on and things like that. So we have a rule, my partner and I, where Whenever we do any form of check-in, all electronic devices are switched off. If our phones aren't switched off, they're put on flight mode. All notifications are switched off. All alarms are switched off. There are zero distractions. So it all depends as to how important your relationship is to the two of you and also how important communication is to you both as to what level you go to with eliminating these possible distractions when you're having these conversations together because at the end of the day you either value your relationship or you don't if you don't don't even bother listening to the rest of this episode if you do value your relationship then why not turn off all electronic devices put them on flight mode and so on and then because you're giving them a warning that you know, you're know you inviting them to catch up with you in a couple of days' time or the next day, there's no reason for them to go, oh, so-and-so is calling because we organized to have a call at this time on this day. Because they've had that window of opportunity to check their calendar when you invited them to catch up with you for a cuppa and have a conversation. I also invite you to have these conversations outside of your home. They're just lighter they're more fun than if anyone gets frustrated. if there's any tension, you're not bringing it into the home as such. You've got you've had time out in public to clear it to get rid of those frustrations and the tensions for you both. And then you can also talk about your expectations. So when it comes to communication, where are your expectations at with each other? Are they the same? Or is one a lot higher than the other? It all depends on your values too. Like, for example, for me, communication is my number one. It is my number one. I'm massive on communication. I've had to work on it a lot in my life because I was an extreme over-communicator, but I've tamed it down a lot because I've done a lot of the mindset work. I've done a lot of personal growth and, you know, I worked through what was causing the over-communication, all those sorts of things. So it's really, really important to be extremely clear with each other. What are your expectations? And, you know, it could be as simple as, for example, here, both of us work for ourselves. My partner, he goes out of the home for his work, for his business. I stay at home, so I work from home. He knows what my schedule is. I don't always know what his is because he won't always write down what his is because his can change. And the reason why I'm firm on letting each other know what our schedules are is that one, it's respect. Two, it's creating time for each other. Like, okay, cool. So if you've got a spare hour there, do we want to catch up or are you going to do something else? Do you want me time? Are we going to go for a swim, go for a cuppa? Like, what What do you want to do? Like he might go and play golf and I'll do some videos. I'll record some videos, for example. So just knowing that and then me knowing when he's coming home, I know not to be recording content when he's coming home because of the background noise, for example. So to me, that's that's just a respect thing. It's a common sense respect thing. But so many people don't do it and that's okay. But that also comes under expectations. Now, some people out there say, it's unrealistic to have expectation on others and all those sorts of things well it depends as to how much you value yourself your relationship the other person your quality of life your quality of relationship your spare time do you want to create more time together or less time together and so on so you know all of those different areas come into play in so many other topics as well so just have a think about that you know what are your expectations of the other person And if your expectations are quite high, are you already role modelling them to them? So say, for example, when I'm having a conversation with my partner, I expect him to be present because it's important to me what I'm talking about. And when you're in a loving relationship, whether they're interested in what you're talking about or not, they listen because I do the same for him. Half of the stuff he talks to me about, I'm not interested in at all, but I listen because I'm his partner and I love and respect him. So I will listen to what he has to say. And it doesn't mean we agree with what each other is saying either on certain topics, but that's a part of life. Not everybody has the same opinions or outlook on life or certain topics. However, we love and adore each other, so we're here for each other, we support each other where we can. And a part of that is knowing each other's schedules. So if I know he's having a really tough week with certain things, which he's had plenty of in the last year or so, I know when his body language is a certain type, when he's using certain words in his general communication with myself and others, I know he's struggling. So then I create time in my calendar and I'll message him one morning or around midday and I'll go, hey, I've got around, I've got this time to this time free this afternoon. Would you like to do something together? You know, it's just having that communication going. It's having that expectation with each other of having each other's back, being there for each other, being open to change, being open to growth, being open to new ideas. And all of this will help deepen your connection with each other. It will help deepen and strengthen your relationship. Like there's certain areas of our relationship, a lot of people, don't agree with because we're very very strong our connection is strong and we've been through a lot together a lot which most couples would bust up over but because we've kept the communication up because we've held the space for each other because we've also been supportive of each other of what would you say using different modalities using different avenues and approaches with our healing processes through what the external people have put us through as individuals and as a couple, that has what's kept us going. Having that support for each other going, I can see you need some time to yourself right now. I can see you're going through something. I'm just going to leave the room right now and you call me back whenever you want me back. There's no rush. You know, so it's just having that different wording. And for some of you, you would never have heard that approach before. For some of you, you would have. But being open to change, being open to using different wording, different language, taking different approaches can be extremely helpful and supportive, not just for the two of you, but for anybody else in the home who is observing this. Because they will adopt these habits and traits which will support them moving forward in their life. The other thing is are you both growing in the same or similar topics? So say, for example, right now I'm working a lot on expanding my limiting beliefs. Now we're about to embark on a massive trip, an endless date. We don't know how long we'll be gone for. We'll be living on the road. We're very, very excited about it. But we've been getting little opinions here and there, and then it starts to get you second-guessing yourself. And I've restructured my business, so it will operate perfectly while we're on the road. And that also brought in a lot of limiting belief stuff for me. However, because I was open with my communication with my partner about it, of course, I swallowed my pride and I said, I am petrified of this. And he's gone, okay, well, let's chat about it then. You know, what are you petrified about? Okay, well, that's fine. Well, I'm petrified of this too. And there'll be a different topic. And then I'll I'll talk him through that, support him through that. And then by the end of the conversation, we're no longer fearful of the topics that we brought to the table. So can you see what I'm saying here? By working on reducing those communication slipping moments in your relationship can really help your relationship blossom and glow and just go through the roof. And you will notice, you will experience people being highly opinionated on it because they've got no clue what you've done. They've got no clue the work that you've been working through. And they just think that you're both going on this crazy ride and do not understand what you're doing or why. And that's okay, let them be. Just let them be. If that's the way they want to be, It's okay. They're not in your world every single day. As long as you and your partner hold that core together and you're strong and you work on that communication so it no longer slips as regularly as it currently is, then that's good. You will be fine. Another one is your values. So when it comes to communication, as I mentioned before, you know, some people, they're petrified of bringing up the conversation around communication now I recently well 12 months ago had the saying white noise said to me and it triggered me because it's the first time I'd ever heard it and the person who said it to me I was really shocked that they used it and now When they're doing a similar behavior to what they were doing when I was around them, when they first brought up white noise, I just go to them, white noise. And then they stop and they go, oh my gosh, am I doing it again? It's like, well, yeah, this is the exact behavior you had when it led up to you saying to me, white noise. And I was talking at the time, and this person said to me, white noise. And I was so hurt, so, so hurt. So right, not right then and there, but I let a few months go and then I thought, no, I need to say something because this is still triggering me and I don't know why. So I worked through it, went through the process I take my clients through and I thought, okay, so that's why it's triggering me because to me it's disrespect. You know, that person was not interested in listening to what I was saying. And that's okay, but there's other ways to go, Hey, do you mind if we don't talk about this right now? Instead of saying, white noise. So you will all have something that triggers you that a person specifically in your life says to you. So think about, go through the process. Why is it triggering you? Where is it coming from? And all the rest of it. If it's something that you'd like support with, please reach out to me. You know where to reach me. And, um, you know, we can do some sessions together and I can take you through that process too. To make it a lot easier on you in the in the future when um when you have your triggers. So going back to values, when your values are the same or very similar with communication, it makes those tricky conversations so much easier to have because you're no longer fearful of, oh gosh, if I bring this up, they're going to be upset, they're going to be stressed, they're going to be all withdrawn, they'll go all weird on me, all that sort of stuff. So Bearing in mind, just being mindful as to what you know your partner's communication value is, will help you work through this. Another thing you can do too is every few months, just do a check-in with each other. You know, like what are, what are you about? What are your current values? Do you, you know, do you feel in life? And you both write them down at the same time. You can even call it a value check-in. Hey, let's schedule a value check-in next week. What do you reckon? Let's make some, you know, have a bit of fun with it. Get your paper out, get your pens, felt pens, whatever you want out, and just make it fun. And it's a really fun, playful way to get to know your partner better. And the one that they write down first is the one they think of first. So that's their highest value. That's their most important value. Now, it's really important that when you go through this process that You don't judge. It is natural to go, oh, I had no idea that was your number one value and stuff like that. So I understand that's a natural reaction. However, do your best at the time. This is what I found when I was first doing this process, the easiest way to be less reactive or less responsive in this way is that I'd just sit back, I'd literally sit back on a couch or against a cushion, get super comfy, really chilled out. And then when the person was talking to me about their values, or they handed me the piece of paper, or they just put the piece of paper on the table in front of us, and I looked at it, i just sit back and I'd just breathe. I wouldn't say anything. i wait until they actually start talking about their values. And yes, there can be that awkward moment of silence, However, it's highly effective because by you sitting in that moment of silence, you're showing them that it's a safe space for them to open up and communicate and talk to you about their values. And then this is the ideal time at the end, after you share your values as well, where if there's any values that aren't on their sheet or that they haven't verbalised to you and you always thought that it was a very high value to them and it's something that drew you to them because you had that understanding that, for example, communication was a very high value to them and it's no longer is, have that conversation with them because it might still be really important to them but they just haven't shared that with you at this values check-in because maybe possibly they're now working on other values to up-level their life but they're taking a different approach to you so you haven't noticed you don't realize that's what they're doing and that's what these check-ins are all about you know what's going on for you right now how's it you know how's it going how can i support you if you'd like my support how can i best do that for you in a non-invasive way and so on so conversations are super duper important especially when you're wanting to up the ante with the communication within your relationship especially with your partner because when it's communication with your partner, you can use so many really playful approaches with it or you can just do the super-duper serious, well, I call it super-duper serious approach. So, you know, have a play with it. See what works best for you. And I'm sure for those of you who are going to actually implement and try play around with these tips, you will definitely notice a change. You will definitely notice improvement and growth. Now, it may, may it may take time, and that's okay. Patience is the number one thing to keep in mind when it comes to life, communication, relationships, growth, change, just everything. Patience is key. So I'd love to hear what you're going to try from this episode and, um, yeah, how are you going to implement it? So um, pop over to our Facebook group and, um, yeah, share some insights over there from it. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I trust you have some golden nuggets from today's episode. I would like to invite you to our private Facebook community group called Busy Entrepreneurs Reconnected. Now, this group is a private group and it's purely to create a community for those who are busy in general, they're career minded, you may be a business owner or simply looking for some overall support in health and well-being and having a healthy lifestyle, how to improve your connections, get more productivity from yourself out of life and work, etc., So we also have live weekly trainings, tips on all subjects about life. We also cover mindset and much more. So most importantly, we do love to have fun within the group. So that's our priority because life needs to be fun to enjoy it. So I look forward to seeing you over there. And we have popped the link in the description of this episode for you. So just click on that to pop over and join. Or the other option is that you can private message me on Facebook at Karen Giles and um, we can send you the link there if you would like to join that way. So either way, we look forward to having you over there in our Busy Entrepreneurs Facebook private community group and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.